In this episode of MyFluent Podcast, I will give you a glance of some of the tools I'm using on my Android mobile phone on a regular basis to learn languages. These are not all necessarily tailored as language learning apps, but I use them on a regular basis to better my target languages. This could be English or Italian or French. And also important to know is here that it's not meant to be a top 10 list or the like, no. There are apps that I will be mentioning which could easily be replaced by a similar app with the same features. And without any further ado, let's have a look at number one, Amazon Kindle. And Amazon Kindle is in fact an app in which you can read your electronic books which you purchased on Amazon. If I'm focusing on learning English and I decide to work on a book, then I oftentimes purchase the audio version of the book as well. That way I can read along while listening at the same time to read and to read fantasy novels or thrillers. And it is a good exercise as well to shadow, which means that I try to speak the lines at the same time as I'm hearing the audiobook speaker. But I must admit, from time to time it can be kind of exhausting. And that's why I don't uh, do it for a very long time, no. So you can combine pleasure by just reading or listening to the story um, with learning a language. In the app allows you as well to mark different words or sentences and that way you can easily go back and try to remember the words. And there is even a flashcard feature there, but I haven't used it yet. But I can tell something about the feature that is called WordWise. Well, according to Amazon, it says Wise makes it easier to enjoy and quickly understand more challenging books. Short and simple definitions automatically appear above difficult words, so you can keep reading with fewer interruptions. Tap on a word to bring up a simple card with definitions, synonyms and more. You can adjust the number of hints you see with a simple slider. So that was number one Amazon app. Now, let's go further to number two, Evernote. Evernote helps you organize yourself and is basically an app that enables you to take notes in written form or in form of photos, audio recordings, but you can also upload files, which could be video files, for example. Mm, and the cool thing here is the search function works quite well. It's just great. I use the app as a language learning tool. When I come across a word I want to learn, I just jot down the words on Evernote and then I do my research and I put the research also uh, on the app. So I can learn it by heart or, or read it later. It also occurred to me, for example, that when I was watching a movie, of course in my target language with subtitles on it. I would just pause at the spot I did not catch completely and then I would take a photo 
and save it on Evernote with the intention of working on it later on. That way I could uh, enjoy the movie without a long interruption. And this is just an example of many things you can do with Evernote. Number three is Dictionary CC+. It's an online dictionary in which you can also make lists and save them in your account. And it's kind of cool to have the possibility to also listen to the vocabulary you are looking up. To, and I mean listening to an actual human being and not to a machine-generated voice, which is kind of dumb. And sometimes it is practical to see all the different meanings of the words, not only the meaning which you need for your context, I mean from, from your source you are reading or watching. It's important to, to know the other meanings as well. And as you know, uh, a, a word can have a lot of different meanings depending on the context. And number four is reverse context. This is an online dictionary as well, but with the huge difference to the app before, uh, the focus lies on the context. And context is king, that's why I like the app so much. It uses actual phrases which come also from movie databases. On the other hand, the app uses machine-generated voices and no further explanations are needed here, I guess. Number 5 is Netflix. That's, that's a video streaming platform I can work on many, many languages. You have subtitles, you can pause there. I mean, there is a button as well where you can rewind 15 seconds back, which is cool in terms of understanding the phrase or particular spoken words. And there is so many genres available that you will definitely find something for yourself. And let's head to number six. It's pen and paper. As number six then, is pen and paper. I jotted down this term. I am well aware this is not an app, but it's just to remind you there. There is besides of all the new stuff out there in the internet, on apps and so on. It doesn't mean the old traditional ways were all bad. Because it seems to me that I can memorize vocabulary or whole sentences way better when I get involved in an active way, like when I am writing down something. Also, even though these days I most of the time use ebooks, I have to admit that by holding a physical book in my hands and maybe put some notes in it, the information just sticks better to me. Well, that was my take on six apps or five apps I am using to learn languages. I am quite well aware of it that I am a bit rusty in speaking English. That's basically because I haven't really spoken lastly. So shame on me, I should uh, be more active. 
But nevertheless, if you want to continue with me together on my language journey and just learn with a learner, I would be glad to hearing you on my next episode. This is Daniel Goodson, the host of My Fluent Podcast.